everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast, brought to you by the Shepherd Express. I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which, when we're not in a horrible, awful global pandemic, is a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. I am so excited that our guest this week is the extremely funny Tan Johnson. Tan, thank you so much for being on the show again. Thanks for having me, man. It's always a pleasure. All right, so Tan, earlier this summer, Wisconsin Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and Wisconsin Republicans hired a former Wisconsin judge and Republican, Michael Gableman, who, in case you aren't aware, last November, he claimed without a shred of evidence that the 2020 election was stolen. So Wisconsin mm-hmm. Republicans rewarded his denying of reality and hired Gableman to, quote, air quote, investigate the 2020 election and surprise surprise, they are paying for his faux investigation with Wisconsin taxpayer money. That was earlier this summer, right? So fast forward to this last week where we learned where the great Gableman's detective work has led him. So apparently his sleuthing about the Wisconsin election led him to attend the... My Pillow Guy, Mike Lindell Cyber Symposium that's happening in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So before you ask, yes, Wisconsin taxpayers did in fact pay for Gableman to go to the Pillow Palooza conspiracy convention, right? So where where Lindell, by the way, had promised that he'd delivered the evidence and uh, that the election was stolen, uh, which he didn't, and that Trump will be reinstated as president on August 13th. Yeah, on August 13th. August 13th. If you don't have your calendar handy, uh, that was last week. Uh, It's all wild, though. Tom, what's, what's your take on all this? Uh, first of all, you know, between the my pillow guy and the Chick Fil A people, probably <laughs> the most bass backwards conservatives all see over things that I absolutely love. <laughs> I love pillows and I love chicken. Like it's it's so annoying. Like every, every, everything that I enjoy, like I'm about to. I love granola. I'm afraid to find out that that's like controlled by like a Nature's Valley is like some QAnon nut job as as a president. Um, so I'm so disappointed, but it's just in, incredible, man. You know that we're still we're still doing this. You know, like the 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 top of the mountain is the attempted coup. Uh, you know, some people call it a protest, some people call it a riot. It was an attempted coup. Yeah. On January 6th, we had an attempted coup. It was our turn. You know, um, growing up, you you read uh, in history class, you hear about all the you know the coups and the upheaval and the political and you know military things that happened in other countries and you're going like oh i'm glad i live in america it was our turn yeah mm-hmm. so you know we reached the tippy top of the insanity mountain on january 6th so i can't believe we're still doing this like uh how was how was trump going to be reinstated on uh, on the 13th we're using taxpayers money on it for a guy he can't even get on twitter like <laughs> like donald trump's not allowed on twitter instagram facebook like it it's over uh, and there's, there's nothing like, you know, I, I just don't understand like how we're still, what kind of people are attending these rallies? Well, I know what kind of people, but you know, like how, how does this still have traction? Like, are you serious right now? Like, so we have, you know, this contingent of people that, uh, you know, have no idea, um, that, that, yeah, he legitimately lost. Yeah. Like he lost the popular vote. He lost the electoral vote. He lost both. Yeah. 
Like there's there's some there's some past elections where you know it's like okay you know he had the popular vote but he lost the electoral vote okay we can complain about that the electoral college but at the same time like you lost lost right like it it's done right so I I just uh, like I, I would actually rather all these people just go ahead and donate their time and energy to be an anti-vax <laughs> right yeah right exactly <laughs> just just uh, get, get, you get sick <laughs> you can't argue you can't argue with uh like the the election. Uh, steal conspiracy people because you know like it, they're not going to listen to that at least you know there's a tangible consequence for the anti-vax folks right um hopefully not death but you know yeah, we don't want we don't sneeze. we don't want people to die did you yeah. see did you see apparently uh lindell's he he's totally had the dominion voting machines it was like a canon scanner yeah. it was literally just like a five thousand dollar scanner and that was yeah. it and i was like this is the voting machine right here and it's, it's not a voting machine yeah, I was like, is he pointing at the projector from class? Remember the overhead projector? I was like, right. he didn't, you voted on an overhead projector? That's why you lost. <laughs> they didn't steal the election. You were voting on an overhead projector. Um, you can't vote for the election on PowerPoint. <laughs> like, I just, man, like, what what is it going to take? Uh, like, we're fighting tooth and nail. Like, what did Donald Trump even do to, to earn this loyalty? That That's the thing that constantly baffles me with you know all these events like what did he do for y'all seriously what did he do uh i think there's a there's like a study that a certain amount of people serious answer that a certain amount of people really uh, uh, respond to authoritarianism and someone hmm. who speaks in like like a like a like a fascist there is a certain amount of humanity that like that 20ish percent that just is just drawn to that and believes in that and exceptionalism and i think trump you know again like in reality doesn't give them that at all right but but they he gives them the image of it and i and i, I don't understand it i don't understand that mindset but i, I that's my my guess but i i, I have it's, no damn idea it's like uh it's like loki said in the avengers mm-hmm. he's like you crave subjugation <laughs> neil you were made to be ruled like like following loki yeah um, at least even Loki stopped it. Yeah, yeah, Loki, Loki at least has some good in him. Like Donald Trump doesn't have yeah. a, have an ounce of good in him. So, uh, Todd, yeah. another aspect of this podcast is actually a discussion of comedy. I want to ask you. So, uh, usually I ask about how comedy and COVID's been treating you, but now we're slowly coming out of it. I know you've been gigging some. How has comedy been for you coming out of COVID? Uh, it's been cool, man. Um, I'm doing shows here and there. Uh, truth be told, man, I'm semi-retired at this point. Really? Huh? Uh, yeah, man, I'm getting old. No, uh, <laughs> no, you know, just uh, we were kind of focused on other things. I think uh, that, that's something you hear for a lot of comedians, too, you know, because uh, uh, you had to look deep inside yourself during the lockdown last year. And I think everybody who was doing comedy had to sit and realize what else did I do with my free time? <laughs> yeah. Like you didn't realize how much time this, you know, doing this takes up until you can't do it. Um, so, you know, I got back into other stuff. So like, you know, where I used to be as a, a guy who needed to be at an open mic four or five times a week, now I'll come out maybe once, mm-hmm. but I've also been doing it for almost eight years at this point. So, there, you know, there's that. Uh, so, you know, a new comic, listen to this, go to open mics, right? You better work on that five minutes. But, um, you know, if you're doing improv class, go to class. Yeah. Uh, Get those reps in. Yeah, yeah. Free throws, all of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, things are, are picking back up. You know, it's crazy, too, because I've got uh, probably more big stuff coming up than, than ever before. I'm going to be at the Riverside Theater twice in November. Ooh. Um, with who? I'm going to be with Charlie Barron's. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I've done the Manitowoc Minute thing a couple of times. 
Um, his fans love and hate me at the same time. It's great. <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, I, I stick out like a sore thumb in those, man. They, I usually play the straight man to his, you know, his, his hokey Midwestern guy. I think in the last video, I basically robbed him on camera. So they weren't thrilled with me. <laughs> uh, hopefully they'll like, you know, the jokes. Uh, so we'll be doing that. He's a heck of a guy, though. Appreciate him putting me up. Um, check out the Man to Walk Minute if you if you haven't. Yeah. It's funny stuff. Where can people find you online if they're looking? Also, like, where, tell what are the dates of the shows and where can they find you and get tickets? Um, you can find the dates of the shows and all info on my social media. So you can either add me on Facebook. I add literally everybody under Tom Johnson. I don't even have a real fan page. It's my real personal page. You can come on there and say whatever you want to me. At worst, I'll just block you. More <laughs> likely than not, I just won't respond. <laughs> um, I, I have you know a few thousand people on Facebook, like, and I know like fifty guys in real life. Right? Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I don't know these people, but I like talking to them all the same. And then uh, on Instagram, it's uh, at it's Ton John, um, which is honestly really just kind of show show info and pictures and videos on my dog. <laughs> uh, I have a puppy now. That's probably why I don't get out as much as I used to, because I can't leave him alone. It'll destroy my house. Yeah, <laughs> was he was he a, a a pandemic dog or? No, or... we just got him in June. Okay, um, yeah. we went down to a breeder in scenic Joliet, Illinois. So I don't know. He's probably a prison dog. I have no idea. I, that's all I know about Joliet is prison. Um, but he's a he's a little stinker, man. Um, dumbest thing I bought over the pandemic was a samurai sword. Shouldn't have done that. I didn't get it sharpened for a reason. <laughs> the mandates didn't come up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to protest, but I might commit seppuku, you know. <laughs> Tom, buddy, thanks for what you're doing, and thanks for being on the show again. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you. All right, everybody. I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 29 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.